Hey, dude, I lost your, your, your audio again. <laughs> Are we there? We're back. We're back, everybody. <laughs> it's not perfect. We're back. <laughs> it is. It has been a hiatus. Uh, welcome to the Beards and Bros podcast. Uh, as you can see, we're joined by Jude and myself, Tim, and I don't know where Joe is. Joe is, uh, Joe is supposed to be here at one. Um, if you're, if you're listening, still, Joe, Joe's still missing in somebody's basement, putting lotion on his skin. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, that's, un- that's unfortunate, but <laughs> Hey, we're here. That's all that matters. We are here. We are here. And that is all that matters. So, uh, yeah. So hopefully, uh, we will see Joe joining us shortly. If not, then, uh, we will figure out what happened to said Joe and, and, uh, and work it out from there. But, um, we didn't want to delay anymore. We have, uh, we've been away for a while. We, we took some time after the holidays and just kind of, you know, relaxed and did our thing and gearing ourselves up happen at some, all kinds of stuff happened. This is the beards and bros podcast on behalf of Jew, Joe and myself, Tim enjoy the episode. Dude, what happened to you? Um, I got a grandbaby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> got a grandbaby. So very yeah. exciting. Congratulations. Yeah, very to exciting. You very thank you. Thank you. Uh more importantly, exciting. congratulations to Ashton and, and and to Addison as well. Cause you know, they more Addison because you yeah, know, I mean, she did a lot of the work, work, you know. <laughs> yeah, she did work. She did the work. I mean, Ashton was there. Right, right. But um, yeah, yeah, she put in the work. So <laughs> I would say, you know, that, and, um, you know, I'm, I'm Ashton may not like me after this, but he's got a lot of diapers to change in order to make up for <laughs> Hey, what she, I changed through. his butt. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. There you go. It's like a multi-generational thing. I changed his mom's butt and I changed his butt and you know, there's all kinds of, they'll involved. change your butt. <laughs> yeah. A yeah, couple of years, a couple of years from now. A well, couple, wait a minute. What's happening? Hold up. We have breaking news. Oh, oh. I have a message from Brosif saying I'm coming. That's inappropriate, Joe. We just want to know if you're going to be on the podcast. I, yeah, yeah, but I don't care. Sorry, don't kids. Care what, Sorry, kids. Hopefully there's no children. Yeah, don't care what you're doing in your private time there, buddy. But, uh, yeah. Well, that's cool. good. I'm glad he's on his way. Um, so we'll we'll just kind of continue with our, our, um, our you know, reliving the past here for how long we've been dark. Yeah. Um, so you're yeah. you're a grandfather now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's cool. see. Um, not a whole lot has changed on my end. Uh, we'll discuss a little bit in this episode about things that have changed, but <laughs> I don't want to break that news yet. Um, <laughs> my dog Penny had a had surgery for a, a cancerous tumor, they which they removed all of, and she's uh, took her about a day. And she's back to normal now. She's doesn't even care. Doesn't even feel like it even happened to her. I think, <laughs> so. which is good. Yeah, you know, yeah. stuff like that. You get kind of oh my god about you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was very nervous. We've had Penny for ten years now. You know, so has it been ten years that long? Wow. Oh, almost nine. Nine. Yeah. Two thousand. Oh, nice. No, exaggerating numbers now. Yeah, I know. I mean, <laughs> inflation joe or joe jude yes i don't know why I i'm here i am sorry i'm, sorry. I'm here okay <laughs> it was it wasn't personal it wasn't <laughs> um yeah uh it's been you know working in my other my actual job where i make money hey listen here's the thing if if you want us to be more on time with releasing our episodes blow us up so we can just make a living off of this thing. And then, you know, this is all we'll do. We can. I'm all for that, buddy. Yeah, absolutely. I'm all for that. I'll sit in this chair for two hours a day. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. yeah, we would be happily put up, uh, you know, content or actually, you know what? I heard something the other day that I liked and it was about the word content. Like people use that word a lot. Now there's so much content out there and it was on a podcast that I like to listen to called smartless and it's like three famous guys and it's really it's funny it's super funny um but they mentioned the word content and they're like you know if you really think about what content means it's just filler right mm-hmm. we're entertainment we're not content so i would love to be able to entertain people on a daily basis and not just make it content so yeah. you know 
we are very entertaining folks well, okay? I, right come on um this, this this you're getting for free right just want to let you know our free there time people, there are people out there who would pay for this right just letting you know and please do and please do. <laughs> please do pay for this that would be great uh <laughs> yeah. yeah i'll put my venmo and my paypal right below here whenever we're done okay <laughs> um, it goes for the greater good it does yes i have a grandbaby now you gotta pay for diapers you know right <laughs> i'm sure those things aren't cheap they are not nothing involving a baby is cheap anymore let me tell you no so do they i think they still do cloth diapers too and people use those i just cannot imagine <laughs> I, so the funny thing is is when we had the boys um somebody gave us cloth diapers yeah and i the only thing that kept popping through my head was i'm gonna put these in my washer with my other clothes and i know what's on the diapers <laughs> i don't know no no i'll throw them out it's okay megan says i pay every day for this yes you do honey <laughs> yes you do yeah that's a two-way damn street right there no right. she's downstairs she'll come up here and kill me um and then it'll be just tim uh, hey there, Megan is actually commenting currently on the podcast. Hi, 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 Megan. I see that's where you got the she pays for this every day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, listen, and, and by the way, if you are listening, if you are watching, please share this, get us out there. Again, we would love to be able to just do this for a living. You know, why why not just help help us out? You know, help a um, yeah. Help, you know help what? Too this is on our new our new internet too. Oh. Yeah, does it look okay? You, oh yeah, you look way clearer. You haven't like like glitched or all yeah, even glitched or anything, so it looks good. Yeah, yeah. so we got we got the uh T Mobile internet. Uh-huh. I've heard about that. So um much faster than our old internet, um much cheaper than our old internet. I've heard that too. Yeah, 50 bucks, 50 bucks a month, unlimited, fast, you know. Uh, I game with it now and everything. Nice. Um, so yeah, this we're our new see all kind of new stuff. I know, like beard, beards like and the, bros in the future now. Like the know? Jeffersons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, buddy. We're moving on up. I mean, we were we were like Sanford and Son there for a little bit. And now, you know, Joe, Joe's like John Cena. Yeah. <laughs> Can't see him. <laughs> Look, I knew that, and I don't even watch wrestling. See. See, I am. I even though I am not a wrestling fan, I still know things. I still See, know things. I drink and I know things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, so. Joe's coming, but I think we should probably get started so we don't bore people with the rest of our, you know, existence that we've had since we last spoke with him because it, it really wasn't that exciting. Holidays happened. We all got awesome gifts. Had lots of food. Too many cookies, and you know now and we're another human being and another human being yeah right so you know we're gaining stuff everywhere just not money (laughs) no no not financially right no just still Um, here doing the lord's work guys just still here doing the lord's work right just think of this as our video what is it the uh gofundme it's our video go go fund us go fund the podcast (laughs) so we can continue to do this and maybe just do it for a living you know um so uh today we're coming back into season three. That's right. Three seasons. If you haven't listened to the other two, please go back and listen. It's on Spotify. It's on Apple, uh, Apple podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon music. We're a lot of different places. Google podcast behind Timmy stuff behind yeah. stuff, stuff behind Timmy there. Yeah. yeah. We're on See? the socials. <clears throat> um, I'm, I, I am horrible at TikTok. Actually lately I've been horrible at all of them. <laughs> So, um, uh, you know, but I, I will, I will make a valid attempt in 2023 to be better on the social media, uh, platforms, but yeah, Absolutely. um, go back and listen to us, but we're going to come back today and we're going to talk about, um, something that I think a majority of people have wait dealt with. for oh, it. Oh, he's coming. Wait Here for it. it. <laughs> I wish and... I had the Ric Flair music queued up here. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. Holy shit. What's up? <laughs> you got I a wish haircut you would have had the Ric Flair music queued up too. 
Did you get your ears lower there? What the hair? Look at you. Dialing. What is nice. going Smiling. on? Look at you. Look at you. <laughs> wow, where, hey, Jude, he's wearing the shirt. What's up? <laughs> Beards and bros. Hey, hey, hold up. We didn't even know he was going to be here, okay? Come on now. <laughs> All right, you're not wrong, all right? <laughs> but he I came in I'm... with the shirt and a new haircut. So, you know, hey. I'm coming in with a bang this season. There you yeah, go. but hey. Still got the beard. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'll get there someday. Uh, when it grows in. I mean, when it grows in. I'm still waiting on the Lord. You know, you're, yeah. you're part of the shirt, though. I mean, you need the chin strap. It's on the shirt. True. <laughs> I tried yeah. to match balls advertising. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like when I shaved. I was like, uh oh, membership pending. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. He came to the Halloween party. I'm like, Joe, we we can't record with you like that. Like. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> defeats the whole purpose um so yeah what i was doing joe is i was just about to introduce our uh, our topic for today excellent oh good i'm glad you remember because i was waiting for you to go and that is <laughs> no no I, re- I remember this is gonna be a good one yeah yeah uh so we will be talking about um relationships basically and how separation and divorce are a part of them um and the reason I thought it would be a good thing is because at this point, uh, if mo- many of you may not know, um, that we have all gone through this. Uh, I am currently going through this, unfortunately, um, but we all have different experiences with it as well. So um, I think that will kind of key into our discussion a little bit is how we're all, we've all either handled it or are currently handling it. So, um, you know, that's kind of what we're going to talk about. So we look forward to hearing from you guys, letting us no oh wait i just saw megan wants to run our tiktok sorry um squirrel uh yeah megan let's do this uh i you know well that i'm I'm cool with that (laughs) purely pro bono there you go yeah (laughs) yeah um but yeah so we're gonna talk separation and divorce today and uh just kind of you know what the effects are how we handle it all those kind of things as well Um, madison and owen are currently watching oh awesome look at that our youngest bearded bro fan that's hey, right congratulations by the way a little onesie, thank you little bearded bro onesie you know yes you know what we can beard, do that we're gonna get him beard a beard bro's bro's onesies on the way <laughs> yep working on that right now here we go stay tuned bye 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 <laughs> all right so uh who wants to kick this off who wants to start with uh with goes. it doesn't have to be specific Shit, yeah, not it. i was gonna say but... joe should go first <laughs> but... not it Let's just start feel, with our since I'm on. the most experienced here, since I'm a two timer. Uh, no, I'm 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 gonna go maybe second. Maybe that's my <laughs> magic number. Okay, I'll go. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I I have been married and divorced, and uh, I uh, I get along better now with my ex wife than I did when we were married. Uh, we have a better relationship. Um, she has a phenomenal relationship with Megan, who's my current wife, uh, my last wife, I should say. Um, she has a great relationship with her. They talk back and forth with the boys and everything. And, uh, yeah, yeah, they have a great relationship, but I, like I said, I, I get along better with her now than I did when we were married, which is weird. Um, we're just, we, we were just two different people, you know, and, uh, people grow apart and people separate and, you know, it, sometimes it's for the better. You don't even think of it that way. You're like, well, divorce is bad. Okay. And, uh, no, we get along, we get along fine. We get along better now than before. So, um, so yeah, yeah. Joe just dipped out. He was like, nope, I'm not even talking about it. <laughs> Joe's like, you can it's just too much trauma here for me. I uh, know. Um, you take that bait away because I'm not fucking biting. <laughs> I had one of the, if I had one of those little, please stand by screens, I'd put it up every time I had to turn the camera off. <laughs> so um, what say you, Joe? Well, I have been married and divorced two times over. Um, First marriage didn't last very long. The relationship was about seven years. The second marriage was about the same. Marriage lasted a little longer. The relationship was about the same, I should say. Um, So I have a little bit of experience, whether your perspective on that is positive or negative. It could be taken either way. It depends, you know, shift your focus. 
Um, but I have a lot of experience. I'm well-versed in all of those things. I'm pretty good guy to go to for advice on how to screw up a relationship. I got a lot of good intel on that. I'm pretty good to go to for an answer on what not to do. I always used to say if given, you know, if left up to me 90% of the time, I probably will not do the right thing in that scenario. Um, I think that's a good way to take accountability for that. You know, um, I don't have anything to hide from either of those relationships. Uh, you know, we can talk openly about our experiences, like amongst the three of us. You know, if you guys have questions, I'll answer them to the best of my ability. Um, trying to kind of get an idea of how we're gearing the episode toward, you know, I mean, topic wise, like particularly what things about relationships we really want to cover or yeah. divorce. Or yeah. I think, you know, for the sake of our previous significant others, we should probably not get too intimate with detail, right. um, but I think it's also fair that you can talk about your side of the story too, and just how you feel um you know you handled it or it how it went in general so um you know i think we're all fairly familiar with with um you know my current situation your previous situation joe jude out you and i were not friends whenever you were married the first time so and joe the same i mean i didn't know you until I, obviously um you know you were with your round two previous yes <laughs> um Boy. but yeah i think you know we want to be careful and mindful of other people's uh opinion and or feelings with it but at the same time um i'm not still with them anymore fuck it no, yeah. okay. no, no. <laughs> you still got one under 18 jude just be careful <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um but yeah much like you guys i mean uh i'm going through the same thing right now i'm currently separated from my my uh my wife of seven years and um i didn't expect it you know, I don't think anybody does. You get into the situation and you think, you know, okay, I'm doing this. And, you know, the purpose of marriage is to do it forever. Um, and, you know, I think some of the things we could talk about a little bit is the stigma that comes with it, right? The stigma of divorce and uh, the, you know, what what it meant when we were younger, as opposed to what it may mean now. And, you know, that kind of stuff. So if, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it like divorce or even ending a relationship, let's not even say divorce, ending a relationship sometimes isn't necessarily a bad thing. Mm -hmm. You know, people look at it as like, oh my God, you failed. You know what? Maybe you didn't, you know, like um, I'm happier than a pig and shit now, you know, with, with Megan, you know, and that would have never happened had my divorce or break the broken up relationship or anything like that um, would have happened. Yeah. Wouldn't have happened. You know, if I decided, you know, whenever that happened, I was like, well, we need to stay together for the kids. That was the worst thing in the world, the worst idea in the world for me, you mm -hmm. know, because that, yeah. yeah, I mean, that affected the kids. It affected the relationship I had with the kids. But you wouldn't um, have known that if you wouldn't have been through that experience. So it's cool that you look back at that experience as, you know what, if anything, I learned a lot. Like, yeah. now well, I know too is work. I don't want my kids to think that that's how a healthy relationship is supposed to go. You know, we were miserable. We hated each other. You know, we despised each other. We, we talked down to each other because of everything that was going on. And, you know the kids watch that no matter how old they were. And, mm -hmm. you know, Megan and I talk about that all the time. The nice thing about whenever we got divorced was my, um, Zane was two and you might hear some barking right now. Um, Zane was two and Michael was four when, when Beth and I, sorry, I'll just, you know, uh, when my significant other and I split up, we can so the them. boys really don't know a time when Megan wasn't there. If that makes sense. Yeah. You know, um, Zane doesn't remember. He don't remember a time when Megan wasn't there. Mm -hmm. um, so, but like I said, it's not necessarily a bad thing to end a relationship, you know, um, and good things come from them from mm -hmm. even from a broken relationship. Great things come from, um, like I said, I, I have a better relationship with my ex now. 
um, previous relationships before that is um, Addison. You know, um, I gained I, I gained Addison out of a broken relationship. You know, I mean, it's um, love her to death. You know, she's one of my kids. Um, now with Owen and everything like that, you know, it, it, you know, even though her mom and I never worked out, something positive came out of it, if that makes sense, you know? Yeah. So I think so. Um, so interesting facts about divorce in general is that 50% of marriages will end in divorce or separation of some sort. You know what? I actually saw the updated number of that here a couple of days ago. It was 68%. All right. Well, look at that. We jumped 18% because we are yeah. overachievers. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I, I just, because I, <laughs> I was doing a little bit of research for, for the episode and it was 68% of, now hold on, 68% of traditional marriages end in divorce. So, that is only taking into account a man who marries a woman. That's not taking into account the LGBTQ community mm. being married and separating. I think so, that number is probably higher. I was going to say, so what's the overall then? I mean, <laughs> it's different. I find it. So, yeah, here's an interesting one. It says in the United States, between 35 and 50% of first time marriages end in divorce, increasing to approximately 60% for second marriages and 70% for marriages after the second. So so gives, Joe, gives, you're not going to want to marry anybody. Okay. Yeah. You're going to want to know. Do you know how many times you hear people say that the United States needs to be better at things in the world? Well, we are one of the highest divorce rates in the world. So when uh, I feel uh -huh. like, look i mean I, I like you'd said jude any relationship is an emotional investment no matter what right no matter if it's marriage just dating somebody or whatever it, it entails right so emotionally when something like that ends it is a it can be many things it is it's, it's upsetting because you you didn't go into it with that expectation mm -hmm. um it is can be a relief because maybe it wasn't good and you just you know you knew it but just couldn't figure a way to get out of it until it was just like a pull the band-aid kind of thing um i won't be honest when i say in my situation i wasn't maybe overall aware of the impact it was having our, my relationship with, with Amanda was having um, that made it end, um, you know, and we just, you know, she saw things that maybe I didn't. And, you know, as, as much as I want to say, like, it's, it sucks. Um, at the same time, she may have just been the braver of the party, the two parties to come out and say, look, it's just not working. Uh, and, you know, I, we all know things can always go one way or a different way or better or whatever. That's not the argument I'm having here. It's just sometimes you go, you have blinders, right? Uh, for me, I felt very comfortable in the situation we were in, not thinking about it because we did get along. There wasn't, we didn't argue a lot. We weren't at each other's throats. We, you know, it's not like when she was in a room, I was disgusted by her or anything like that. It just, there was that part of the chemistry that was lost, right? So you know, kudos to her for being able to kind of get herself to the point of saying, okay, I need to, to figure this out and do something about it. Um, and then, you know, it took me a little bit, but then I kind of got there. I was like, okay, I see it now. I understand. I was upset at first. Don't get me wrong, but I, I saw it. And you know, it, it is at this point where we both feel for the better. Uh, so there's a lot of different ways it can go. And, uh, like I said, everybody here has their own story with it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and even going, stepping out of like a marriage breakup or anything, even like a personal relationship or, you know, a romantic relationship that doesn't, not necessarily a marriage or anything like that. Like I have a lot of friends that, you know, I had to step away from um, because of one thing or the other. Um, like my thing was, I, I have ended relationships with people simply because I didn't want to be I didn't want to witness them dying 
Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm not going to, I'm not going to feed into you what you're doing to yourself or to your family or anything like that. And I'm not going to watch you sit here and die. You know, I am, I am more than willing to help anybody, anybody. But my one requirement is that you're willing to help yourself. Mm-hmm. Hands down. You got to be willing to help yourself. I'll help you, but it's going to be a 50, 50 thing. Right. You know, it's not going to be where I go 98% and you go to last two. Not going to happen. Um, I've ended relationships because of that, you know, romantic relationships. I've ended romantic relationships um, just because you, you grow, you, as much as you can grow together, you can grow apart. You know, that once the, the new wears off and the new relationship smell goes away, and you start actually knowing who that person is, you find out that, man, I, that's just not what I'm interested in, or that person's views or that person's feelings aren't what I want. You know, you get into, you can get in a relationship where you want to have children and the other person's like the hell with those kids, mm-hmm. you know, um, that that's deal breaking for some people, you know, I know it was for me. I was in a relationship, you know, early twenties, and it was, I don't want to have kids. Well, guess what? That's just not the direction that I want to go. Right. It wasn't that I hated the person or anything like that. There was no animosity there. It was just, that's yeah. not what I see for myself. Right. You know? I've been there. I've been there. Yeah. So, Joe. Yeah. Um, geez, sorry about the cat noise in the background. Both of my cats are in heat right now. Hoping that doesn't pick up much on the microphone. <laughs> we call it you, Joe. No, no, no. Uh, geez. Like I said, I could I could give a lot of advice on how to screw up a relationship pretty good. It takes two people, you know, for things to go south. It takes both of you working together to disconnect and kind of unravel everything. Um you know, I, I've been through all that two times, and uh, I can say at this stage of my life, looking back on that, it's taken a lot of work, it's taken a lot of time, but I look back on those experiences now as my biggest wins because it taught me what not to do. It taught me how to grow. It taught me the areas in which I personally needed to grow. In order to be in a healthy relationship, you got to be okay with you first and foremost. You got to fix your own bullshit. You got to get yourself in check. You got to get your head in the right space. You got to make sure your values are lined up. You got to make sure you're, you know, you got to make sure you're working on your mental health and healing and addressing your fucking traumas and just not living in fear all the time. It's a lot of work, you know, but in order to have a healthy, effective relationship, both parties have to be doing that um, because relationships are about relating. Relating is about sharing. You know, it's what, about what you're bringing, what you're contributing, what you're giving. And if you're giving the worst possible version of yourself and you're in a horrible state or you're, you're angry or your, your primary emotions in life are worry and fear or anxiety and all kinds of negative things, you know, that's exactly, you know, relationship is going to magnify that on both sides. It's going to magnify the good things, but it's going to magnify the bad things. And when one of you is kind of off, the other one's going to be off too. So it's, it's, uh, energy feeds off of energy. Yeah. And it's a lot of really hard lessons learned in life that if you could look back at your, 19 year old version of yourself and have a one hour conversation, you know, about love relationships, whatever, even like you said about friendships, not just intimate relationships, friendships work the same way. It's the same framework for all of our relationships, man. But there's plenty of friendships, like you said, that I've had to walk away from in my life because like I'm here now and you're here now and I wish you all the best, but like you can meet me up here anytime, but I I can't come down here to meet you. You got to come to me. It's, It's closing the gap. Mm-hmm. right right uh, i agree you know, you know like sometimes it's really, sometimes that hurts sometimes yeah. i'm not saying it's been a you know georgia peach every time you have to end a relationship or a relationship has ended in your life but um you have to look back on that and say okay well, what could i have done differently what didn't work for me what did work for me you have to find the lesson in that but the thing the flip side of that is though too sometimes there's nothing that you could or you should change 
Right. You know, sometimes sometimes it's not a matter of what could I have done differently. It's it's what could I have done the same. Mm-hmm. You know, that's some, what I mean. All like you said, sometimes people are just like this, and that's okay. That's okay. But whenever you have somebody that says, "Hey, I know you're here and I'm here," I think you should come down here with me instead of let me have let me allow you or let me have you show me how to elevate myself you know you know and it's sometimes it's not even that you know like you can you can be interested in people's flaws and be stronger for it you know just because somebody's not on the same level as you right. doesn't make it bad you know if we were all the same it'd be very boring Mm-hmm. You know, and that's why they they say, you know, all relationships need work or all yeah. relationships, you know, you have to put in the time, you have to put in the work. Well, if we were all the same, we wouldn't need relationships with one another. We would all be bringing the same thing to the table. We wouldn't need friendships. We wouldn't need intimate relationships. We wouldn't need... We'd all be the same. So We'd be me, a uniform. Let me ask you this then. Um, you know, you hear the 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 saying, you know, opposites attract. Um, do you feel that in, in order to have a successful relationship, you need somebody that's different, the opposite end of you to balance you out? Or do you want somebody who's similar to you so that you kind of like just mesh well and things like that? Or, or is there a happy medium? You know, I don't want somebody the same as me. That's boring. Yeah. It's just boring. You know, I want to experience different things and I want to, help somebody else experience different things mm-hmm. like Megan and I, Megan and I are totally different from each other. And, but that's kind of what makes us work though, too. Mm-hmm. You know, do we have similarities? Do we enjoy the same things we do? But um, I, I'll tell you now, she loves reading. She loves to sit down with a book and she'll read 10, 15 books in a week. If she could, I hate books. I hate reading books. I don't yeah. want to read books. When, if we were I'm the, reading a book, somebody's reading it to me. Yeah. When we were I at the beach and they were reading books beach? consistently and they were like educating themselves with books. And I'm like, yay, water. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, do we still have alcohol? You know? Yeah. yeah you know? <laughs> but yeah, like she and she loves reading books. I don't. I don't. Now that doesn't, but that doesn't mean that I'm stupid. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, I don't get my information that way. I, I like if I read something, do I retain it? Yeah, I do. Like I'm really good with numbers. I can remember numbers. Like there's no Listen, tomorrow. If there's um, a if there's a film or TV adaptation of something, I'm probably going to lean towards doing that first. If I have to read the book, I will. But it's like you said, it's not it's, it's nothing about intelligence. Some people just enjoy reading leisurely, and some people don't. Yeah, like you have those people out there that are like. Oh, that movie is so much different than the book. I'm like, well, I didn't read the fucking book. I yeah. don't care. I don't care about your book. You know, so <laughs> different preferred medium. That's all. Yeah, I'm a yeah. visual person. I prefer to see it happening as opposed to reading it happen. You know, yeah. um, I think that's why. You know, Jude, if you don't, you know, you you like comic books, right? Because there's a visual oh, aspect to books. it. You know, yeah. and you can see the action that's happening as you read through it where just the normal book is just words that you have to there's there's pictures <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> yeah um joe what do you think about like the do you feel you need someone that's more like you or less like you in order to be in a successful relationship as soon as you brought up opposites attract all i saw in my head was that cartoon all abdul, all abdul <laughs> and the mc skycat <laughs> uh, don't sue us just two steps forward and two steps back. Joe. Yeah. So sorry. Focus like a you know squirrel. Um, I think it's great when you. There has to be balance. I think with everything there has to be balance. It's great when you can find someone. You know that's oftentimes where you find your best friends, uh, people that you can relate to, uh, that you can share interests with or hobbies or your taste in this or your likes and dislikes like that's oftentimes how people come together like oh hey you like the same things i like I'm, you're my person now you're one of mine it's, it's a weird mm-hmm. tradition we have in, amongst humans um like hey I'll, i like that person i'll just have them now but seriously you know that's but then oppositely you know that can get really boring you don't you know there's there's no contrast there's no variety there's 
there's a lot of certainty there. There's a lot of consistency, but then your, your need for variety isn't met. And we all have a need for that. And it's, it's going to get boring. It's going to get stale. So I can also see like the appeal of the other side to it. So that's why I say about balance. I, I think that, like you said about there being no spark sometimes, like sometimes you guys, you could be best friends, but there's not really that like, you know, like special connectedness, mm-hmm. you know, you're just, Dope. just kind of house. <laughs> yes Um, yeah i think there's a balance between the two you know we all have like somebody brought up energy earlier i think we all have a feminine energy and we all have a masculine energy and i think there has to be a balance between the two there that's what creates that um attraction between people the the balance between being different and being alike Mm -hmm. variety you know i think there there's some there's a middle point somewhere yeah I kind of agree. I I don't, I don't want an exact polar opposite of me because then there's not enough that's going to be, you know, compatible. Right. Uh, But I do want somebody that does have different interests. There has to be kind of polarity. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I can, I can say that with Amanda and I, you know, we, we were similar in a lot of different ways. Like we, we liked a lot of the same kind of things. We were adventurous eaters. We, like to travel and go see things and, and go to the beach. And there was a lot of things that we enjoy doing. We like the same kind of TV shows and stuff like that, but we have our differences as well. Like music is a big difference for us. And, you know, she likes Hallmark movies and I am really not a Hallmark movie guy. (laughs) Um, It's nothing against Hallmark movies, just, just not my thing, you know? Um, So there's, there were those differences. It was Joe, I think you said it best, right? When you're sometimes time goes on and you realize, it's we're just better as friends like we're just you know and i think that's what happened to her and i we realized and like i said that's not necessarily a bad thing though right right you know you know we talk about opposites and stuff like that and that's like i said that makes things interesting like there's certain things like i said that that megan likes i don't but i respect that though Mm -hmm. you know i respect that she has her own thing that she likes doing and i have my own thing that i like doing you know and Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. But it comes down to like a, it comes down to a respect though. You know, it's not that I can't go, oh, well, shit, she knows how to read. No, 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 nothing like that, you know? (laughs) So. I think it's a place that you come together to a relationship of any kind, intimate, friendship, whatever. You come together to bring what this person has and bring what this person has. And sometimes there's some of them are the same and sometimes some of them are different and you bring the two together and you magnify all of it, mm-hmm. the good and the bad. It just amplifies everything, right. you know, and that's why a lot of the times when the shit hits the fan, it hits the fan really freaking hard because when it's good, it's really good. But when it's bad, shit, it is bad. Mm-hmm. Um, Megan said she reads while I play video games. Yeah. I like playing video games, you know, different interests. Like you want to spend time reading. Okay. I'll take that time to spend playing a video game. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So I, I can say that we never got to the real bad part. It was more or less a, just a, a a coming to Jesus moment of, Oh, we're maybe just not really meant to be married to each other. And you know, Hey, that's great though. If you guys didn't have to go through all that extra BS. Right, right. There was an argument. You know, we, you know, for those who are, we still live together for now. I mean, obviously, that's not going to last. We are going to go our separate ways at some point. We stuck it out because Maddie's in school and we want to see her to get through, you know, her college to go to college. And then we'll figure out what to do with the house at that point. But, you know, we still get along. We live our, we live separate lives, but we still live in the same house. And, you know, there's things that we do together still for some things. And there's things we do separately, which is fine. I mean, it's, it's work. Is it awkward at times? Sure. Why not? <laughs> it's, it's a strange situation, but we don't try to, we kind of overlook that and just say, well, you know, we're doing it for a purpose. We have enough respect for each other that, you know, we're not going to push each other's limits. Um, and uh, ultimately it's, it's just kind of working in favor of us at this moment. Um, you know, one of the biggest things that was, a, was an issue with me was the effect it was going to have on the people around me, not just us. So obviously Maddie, number one concern, she's, she's the daughter. 
um, you know, just a few years ago, I adopted her and, you know, I'm glad that I did because, you know, she is, she's my kid, regardless of, you know, I chemically had anything to do with that. Uh, so, um, and then family, you know, my mom, her mom, her, her side of the family, my, my side of the family. And we all went to the family, my family reunion, uh, you know, a month or so after really things started going down and she wasn't there and people were asking where she was and I'm just making up something like, Oh, well, her, her mom had COVID and she had to stay so she could take care of her and that kind of stuff. And I was just buying myself time until I was ready to really tell them what was going on. Not knowing that my mom apparently had already told my cousin, which then, you know, just like any family spreads like wildfire. So they all knew, <laughs> but just let me play along, you know, <laughs> like kind of played along with me. <laughs> Let's see which if Tim means... lies to us real quick. Watch right. this. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, that sucks. Yeah. Oh, well, you I mean, fucking liar. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Next year they'll all call me out on it. But you know, it's uh, you know, it was a it, for me, it was a a private thing at that point. And I didn't want a thousand questions hitting Maddie, like, how do you feel about because she wasn't ready for that? I mean, right, uh, right, right afterwards, literally the last day I was there, I drove down to North Carolina to, to meet with you, Jude, and and everybody. And she was in tears driving back to, to Altoona because she was going to miss me for a week that I was going to be gone. So mm -hmm. she would not be able to hold that. And hopefully she doesn't listen to this because then she's going to be mad that I just said that. But anyway, <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it, what kind of toll and then it, what's going to happen with the friends? Because, you know, you build those relationships, right? You, you still are friends, like you, you know, for the last, what, seven or eight years, we've all been hanging out together and, and built friendships. And, you know, what's that going to look like afterwards? And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> I get Timmy into divorce. I'm just telling right. you. That. <laughs> that was a no brainer. <laughs> Um, so, you know, it's, it is a domino effect of things, you know, it, uh, it really can be, um, you know, at some point during this discussion, I do want to talk about the kid part of it, um, because I think that's an important aspect, but before we get there, um, I think I, I want to share that in, with my life, I come from a divorced home. My mom and dad split when I was young, maybe seven or eight. And, you know, at that age. I can't, I mean, maybe then I would have not, uh, not realized what was happening, but I probably felt like part of it maybe had been my fault as a kid, um, not realizing like what really was happening um, because you don't know. So you immediately just go, well, what did I do to make this happen? And, you know, I went through some how old, things. How old were you? Seven or eight, I think. Okay. So that's a, that's a very key moment of your life of where, you start realizing that you can cause problems, <laughs> even though it wasn't me. It was my dad was uh, was not the most responsible human being at that point. He did a lot of drinking and 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 drugs, and um, wasn't willing to give up that lifestyle to to be a father and family man. And you know, because of that, our relationship did not go well until later in life. Like we disconnected after a long time for a long time for about 13 years. And then finally I kind of reached out to him and was like, Hey, you know, um, are you still alive? Like what's going on? <laughs> no. Uh, and you know, he, he's fessed up to it. Like I just wasn't the person that I should have been. And, you know, I think I have come to peace, come to peace with all that. My mom always did a great job of letting me know it wasn't my fault. It wasn't me. It was just, you know, what, what had happened and never really talked badly about my dad either. You know, even though there were some times where I was, you know, at my front door waiting for him to come pick me up for a weekend to go do whatever. And he never showed and never called. So he, she still somehow found the the energy to not make him look like garbage. You know, <laughs> so. Yeah. I mean, sometimes that's, that's hard too, is to try and protect the other person. You know, you don't, there's a lot of times where you don't want the kids to know what's going on, you know, regardless of what mom did or what dad did, or, you know, you don't want the kids, to, you don't want to taint your kids thought process right. on, on things. Um, so there's a lot of times where you protect the other person, even though your feelings might be, man, that guy's a piece of shit or that person's a horrible person. But 
there's some times where you need to let the other, you need to let the children find out for themselves. Um, and I know a lot of people out there that weaponize their kids against the other person. Um, I, I can think of a couple people that do that. Um, to where it's, you know, well, dad's not here because of his whore girlfriend that he was with and cheated on me with an XYZ. Okay, but you have something to say to do with this too, because I know what you did, mm -hmm. or I know, I know the story. Okay. Like you're both really bad people and did really bad things to each other, but you're playing it off as being an angel against this person. And don't do that. Like don't weaponize your kids against the other person just because you had a bad experience with them, you know, and does it, does it affect the children? It absolutely does. It affects the children. Mm -hmm. It affects the children either. You you have a say in whether or not you affect your children positively or negatively. Um, don't weaponize your children, though, against the other person. Right. Um, that's just wrong. That makes you worse. Yeah. It does, you know. Um, they will come up with their own conclusions with what's going on. And as they get older, you can kind of fill them in on different things, but they'll figure it out mm -hmm. you know there's a lot of times where the kids you think the kids are stupid and they're not they understand what's going on they see what you're doing um and like just because they're your kids and you might not have said anything to them or told them anything there's a lot of kids out there that know what's going on they they understand this you know um just don't weaponize your kids against the other person that's stupid yeah and like I said, I, I, I personally know of a lot of people out there that do that mm -hmm. and that you're wrong, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah. In uh in my situation, I've tried to be very, um, you know, both sides of the story kind of thing where, you know, I, I just let her, I let Maddie know that, Hey, we, we both didn't see it coming. We both didn't realize um, we both have our, our parts to play in this and, you know, learn from it. Don't let it carry with you into a relationship that you have later down the road, learn from it. And hopefully you won't have to deal with something like this, you know? And that's, and that's what I said earlier is, you know, you got to be very careful with things like that because you don't want your children to think that the situation that you're in or that you have created mm -hmm. is how relationships go. Right. Or, you know, to accept that in a relationship, you know, um, don't, don't show your children that, oh man, you should hate this person. You should hate that. Or, you know, if you raise your children correctly, however you choose to do that, they mm -hmm. will know right and wrong, mm -hmm. period, right and wrong. Um, don't show your children that this is normal or you should accept this or anything like that, you know? If you te teach your kids right and wrong, that should be enough. Yeah. You know, whether or not mom and dad are together, you know, right and wrong. You know what positive looks like. You know what negativity looks like. Right. And, and go from there, you know, but your kids are watching you regardless of how old they are. Mm -hmm. They're watching you right. and they see things and they pick up on things and kids are like sponges, man. They yeah. will see that. If and, you... And, if you freak out at something, most likely that's how they're going to handle things later in life. And right. I feel like that's one of the biggest reasons that her and I have been so like reasonable with it. I mean, easily we could have probably went at each other for something just because of right. anger or with pent up aggression, whatever it might be. But we chose to not go that route. And, you know, we're trying to set an example for her that not everything has to end with, you know, what was that Vesuvius exploding and, and covering the whole town in, in hot right. lava, you know, <laughs> the, the floor is lava Vesuvius. Uh, but you know, it's, it, we're trying to show her that even, even as, as difficult as it could be at times um, because there's, you know, there's challenges to it, but uh, you know, if you can show that to, to them, then, it, you know, likely they will learn from it. Um, you know, Joe, what do you, what do you think? Cause you also come from, you know, that situation where you have a, a child that, was a part of that situation or is a part of that situation, I should say. Um, 
children, children centered divorce, um, is something I recently was reading about just, just a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And I, I agree with both of what you're saying when, the, when there's other people involved, when you got kids together, ideally it should never end in a war. It should never be a bloodbath. I've never understood why when two people have a falling out, when they come to the end of their relationship, when they're disconnected, why it has to be a perpetual grudge match between the two. I don't understand. People are like out for blood and it just does, you know, it doesn't make any sense. And um, especially when you got kids involved, get your shit together. Uh, ideally, like with blended families, why can't why is it not normalized to have you know okay i have two families or three families or you know my mom has a new person and my dad has a new person and they both have kids together and we all get together for the holidays and birthdays and parties and you know family vacations i 100 behind normalizing that kind of blended family dynamic because with the, with the stats you guys were given earlier with divorce rates being what they are, you know, blended families are kind of the norm now. And I always go back to that, the ending of um, Mrs. Doubtfire when, you know, he's on the, the show, uh, the TV show, and he gets a letter from the little kid and, you know, somebody's bullying them about like coming from like a divorced family or whatever. And he gives the speech about like, you know, some kids have two moms and two dads, or they live with grandparents or an aunt or an uncle, or, you know, they have two families or sometimes they don't see each other for a really long time. And he's, he's talking about blended families and normalizing that. And I don't understand why there's not more of that. I don't understand why people are out for blood. And uh, I, I totally agree. It doesn't have to be a war. We don't have to be at each other's throats when, when things come come to an end and you should put the kids first and you should be thinking about what benefits the kids the most. And, and I love that you guys are able to come together like for Maddie like that and, and do that. That's awesome. Well, that's like Addie. Addie just commented, uh, fill that firsthand. Um, Addie, her two sisters are from her mom's marriage, you know? So she had, you know, her two sisters, blended family stuff like that you know um her her mom's first husband is now remarried and they have a child so that's even more blended you know a more of a blended family uh for her mm -hmm. and um so yeah i mean it she knows firsthand how it is you know so yeah yeah i, I think mean, that's I, a, a i didn't come from the balance to that go ahead joe Let me... yeah, i was gonna say i didn't come from the healthiest family dynamic growing up. So I have a lot of experience on that too. And so I have a lot of perspective on both sides of it, kind of the way that I've trial and error done it myself and found what works and what doesn't work in the areas that I need to grow in. And also seeing the way that my parents did it, you know, and just kind of figuring out as you go along, it's like you were starting to say there, there's a, there's a healthy balance to it. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, now, even with Addy, you know, Addy has got two brothers here now too, you know, and, and, uh, and then there's, there's Megan, you know, sorry, kid. Uh, but, you know, it's, it, it's a lot of blending, a lot of mixing. Um, blended. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's got her two sisters and then two brothers here and then another brother with, with Ben's family. And there's a lot of blending, a lot of blending, you know, so, but yeah, that sounds like uh, when I was like in, in college and we were just throwing stuff in a blender, going, <laughs> drink this. <You> know? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you know, in my my experience, um, because I didn't know, I mean, well, because I didn't re interact with my father for a very long time, I didn't, I mean, I knew that I had a, a brother and a sister, but I had not met them until I was much older. Um, and my mom decided to not do that she as far as i know never dated or or anything like that so then that was her choice would i have told her otherwise joe why you have a banana uh <laughs> um i you know if she would have said to me do you care i wouldn't have cared like i want my mom to be happy but it was her choice to not do that um where my father ended up seeing someone and having two children with them 
and you know, now I got a brother and a sister out of it, which is great. You know, I wish I could see them more, but I have it. Um, and this situation that I'm in now, obviously, you know, I'm not somebody who wants, I I'm not a, I'm not good at single. Um, I can do it. I'm just not good at it. And, but I'd also don't force myself into relationships either. So I always want to make sure that it works. Um, I was very fortunate coming out of this situation to begin talking to somebody that I built a connection with. And, you know, we have, we have been dating for a while and it's, she has two kids and, um, you know, she's a wonderful person and we're, we're very compatible and, uh, you know, she's not bad. Yeah. She's all right. Right. You know, (laughs) um, and we, we both have our stories, you know, hers is a little different than mine, but, um, it, I worried about that. Like the whole Maddie's going to have to meet these kids. And if it, if it works out, you know, between her and I, they will potentially be like step siblings of some sort. And, you know, that concerned me, even though Maddie is now going to be 18 here in a couple, with a couple weeks and going to college and being her own person, they're still going to be a part of that. She comes to visit me. I'm most likely going to be somewhere where they will be, you know, because her kids are a little younger. One is much younger. The other is pretty close to her age, but, um, it's that like, okay, now they've got to meet each other at some point. How's that going to go? Because, you know, they're different people. So there's a lot of questions and stuff and it's just how how you navigate it and how you present it and how, you know, I, I, I made sure before she and Maddie met that, um, you know, both parties were comfortable with it. And Amanda was comfortable with it because that's her daughter. So yeah. Yeah. I was going to say there's three people. There's three involved there. Right. Right. And everybody was cool with it. So, you know, it's, um, it is a balance. It's a, it's hard to do. It is not easy to navigate, but it is possible. And I think, you know, you hope that other people can, can figure that out. Not every situation is the same. Horrible things are sometimes done and people take offense to it and they can't get over that fact or they feel like horrible things were done and they just can't seem to get past it. Um, And, you know, some marriages don't end on a really good note and they aren't able to interact. Um, And that's hard, especially when kids are involved. But, uh, you know, it's all about how you try to maneuver through it. It, it It is my belief that at some point you should be able to let the past be the past and not allow that person to affect you anymore, regardless of whatever situation it was, because you have your life to live. And that's like poisoning yourself. Yeah. If you remove them from it, then remove them from it. You know what I mean? That's kind of what I've always felt, but um, not everybody has that ability. It's, there are things they have to work through. and, And I also understand that part of it. So, but you have to, you have to work on it though. You can't dwell on, on 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 stuff like that you know it's you said earlier you know that but if somebody's drowning and they don't want to be saved you know they don't want to save themselves some people just want to drown you're not going to drown me with you though right that's some people my dog crying like a little bitch (laughs) (laughs) yeah but like i said you don't you don't want you don't want to drown i'm not going to drown with you right you know, I want to go, I'm going to live my life, you know, and, and I don't want my life to be, you know, I don't want to be a miserable wretch, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be miserable, you know, and I'm not going to be, I, I will make sure of that. You know, I'll help. Like I said, I'll help you till I'm, till I can't help you anymore. And then I'll help you some more, you know, but you got to be willing to help yourself though. That's, mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing with me. You know, there are people out there that will let other people drag, excuse me, let other people just drag them through the mud. That's not okay. You know, like I said, if, if you want my help, I'm going to help you. I want to help you get out of the situation that you're in, or I'm going to help you get out of the, the mood that you're in, or I'm, I'm going to help you get out of it. I'm not going to sit there and, and, and enforce or, I'm not going to back up your idea that where you're at is where you deserve to be. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't, you deserve to be happy. You deserve to be a better person than where you're at now. And if you're going to ask me for help, I'm going to try and get you out of that. I'm not going to sit there and go, yeah, I understand you're miserable and you should probably be miserable. You're not, you're, you will never get that from me. 
I think a lot of people get into relationships with the idea that it's going to make them happy or with the intent of, you know, creating happiness there. But if, if you can't create happiness on your own, you're never going to be able to find it in a relationship. And you shouldn't. Period. And you shouldn't. You shouldn't look at relationships as a source. I mean, sure, there's things that come along with being in a relationship that make you happy, obviously. But you shouldn't rely on that relationship as your source of being happy or not being happy. Right. Like my my relationships, you know, my relationship right now with Megan makes me happy. Absolutely. But God forbid if anything would ever happen between the two of us. Um, I know that I will be happy alone as well. Right. You know, I'll, I'll be happy as my own person. You won't be I don't boo. need I don't need that. What's what? What? I said you won't be alone, boo. <laughs> That's right. I got you. <laughs> Oh yeah, uh, I got a grandson now. I'm good. I'll yeah, hold him, and he make me happy. I'll tumble and no, but that, that's the goal. That's the goal, and that's what I said earlier about you know you, when you have two contributing beings in this relationship, if one of them's bringing a big bag of shit to the table, uh, that's not really Leave much. Your shit at the door, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, both of you are bringing a big bag of shit to the table. You know that's going to explode eventually, and there's going to be shit everywhere. Yep. Yep. Like I said, it's, you gotta be, you gotta be able to be happy on your own and then bring somebody else into your happiness and share that. Don't go, Hey man, I'm a, I, I am so fucking miserable and man, I hope you can fix me. Mm-hmm. No, right. you gotta be willing to help and fix yourself. Right. That's, that's right. number one. Right. You gotta be willing to help yourself. You gotta be we have to take to accountability yourself. for that. It's nobody else's responsibility. Your feelings are your job. They're for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, you know, talking about the whole kids thing, it's just, I, I did a little research before this all went down and just some of the things that it can affect if it's not handled properly, if you're not always checking in with your kids, sometimes, you know, it's okay to, to say to them, like, look, we can get you somebody to talk to, but it can really affect a child with poor performance in academics. That was me. I hated school because I feel, and I, you know, and um, if my mom listens, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to throw my mom under the bus. She was a wonderful mother. She always pushed me to be the best part me I could be. Um, but I feel like too, that there were times where maybe she didn't push me hard enough in certain places to make sure that I succeeded more in my academics. Um, because, you know, maybe there was a bit of guilt she was feeling about not being in a normal family dynamic, right? Um, loss of interest in social activity. Well, that was not me. I, craved being around my friends and people. Um, but I could see it for some, um, especially now with social media being already creating that, um, which by the way, watch a, a documentary called the social dilemma. It will blow your mind. Um, <laughs> you haven't seen it already. Um, um, emotional, emotionally sensitive. Um, yeah. I think that that's a big one um, that can happen. Um, we already if you know, we already give crap to the the younger generations that they're already too soft, right? So you know, if they're if we're told, and, and really all that is, I think, is us saying that it's okay to be in touch with your emotions, and then we were like, whoa, whoa, not that in touch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you still have to have a little bit of a thick skin, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's because we taught everybody that it was okay to have emotions, but nobody's talking about or teaching people what to do with them. How to properly use them, yes. <laughs> yeah. What um, do I do with this? You know? I had a feeling! Right. Okay, what are you going to do with it? Right. <laughs> I don't know! Yeah. <laughs> it has a job. Um, difficulty adapting to change. I could definitely see that anger and irritability. Um, I was angry as a child. I did some dumb things. I did something so dumb that I got myself on parole. Um, I, with some friends, we basically destroyed public property or private property. It was an old warehouse and we were poking holes and all kinds of dumb things. And I ended up having to see a parole officer and a child psychologist. Cause I was acting out because of the divorce. And I didn't realize that's why I was doing it, but that was why I was doing it. I was mad at my dad. I was mad at the situation. Um, feelings of guilt. We talked about that already. Um, destructive behavior, breaking warehouses. Uh- <laughs> there you have it, everybody. 
part one of We Need to Talk. Uh, we are super excited to be back uh, for season three. Um, this is our first episode, and uh, we decided to tackle a pretty touchy subject sometimes. Uh, whether it's divorce, separation, or just relationships in general ending, we all know that it does have an effect on us uh, as human beings, and um, we have to be mindful of you know, the other parties that are involved in these uh, these subjects that we talk about because we've all uh, experienced it or are currently experiencing it. So, um, you know, we, we, uh, we tried to do the best as we could to make sure that we didn't uh, cross any lines or you know, uh, hurt any feelings or, or make it seem like one way or the other, this is how it happened. Uh, it was more just a discussion. It's just something we know that is, is it happened and it's happened to all of us. And it's, uh, you know, it's happening out there in the world in a pretty high rate, as we talked about in the very beginning with, with the, you know, how it's really kind of affecting people. But, um, Overall, I think it went pretty well. We're pretty excited about the second part of this, where we get into a little bit more of like the stigma and uh, you know, kind of finish up where we left off with uh, like the different effects and different things that we may not think about with it. But um, yeah, uh, pretty excited about it. We're excited to be back. We want to thank everybody for listening. Please remember that you can check us out on any of the uh, places you listen to your favorite podcasts, like here on Spotify or possibly here on Apple podcast or Google or iHeartRadio or Amazon, please take a listen. Uh, we have tons of upper episodes, two seasons worth now. Um, and I think you'll find something you probably enjoy, whether it's one of our episodes where we joke around a little bit and make it a little lighter or one of these episodes where we talk about something that's pretty serious and, um, try to you know, put our take on it. So, um, you know, get us out there, spread the word, share, uh, like it, tell everybody about it. Uh, you know, you want you want some merch? Let us know. We'll make it happen. Um, we'll get it to you. But uh, uh, yeah, we're we're pretty excited to be back, and uh, we hope you guys enjoy the episode. And we'll see you next week with part two of uh, We Need to Talk.